Welcome to another edition of the Hollywood Reporter on Podcast. This is Sean Hart, and I got Scotty Adams, Russell Wayne, and Stay Davis on podcast with me today. And we're about to dive into all the latest IIW news. How's it going, Stay? Yeah, mate, not too bad, not too bad. You know, another another couple of great IIW shows put out this week. Uh, looking forward to going through them. And we have, uh, as you say, Scotty Adams and Russell Wayne joining us, who have both had um, different weeks this week, but we'll get on to that in a bit later, won't we? Yes, yes, they will. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, to the new viewers, how about you quickly introduce yourselves and your, and your brief IAW career so far? Should we start with Scotty first? All right. So, I'm Scotty Adams, as you know. I was one of the two winners of the Keys to Success alongside the love co-host Russell. And I unfortunately lost my world title shot at World Collide. What a great match that was. I know you came up short that, but wow. I've not seen Jake push that far in a long time. Yeah. He is a completely different beast and showed... Just why he is the pinnacle here in IIW. Exactly, exactly. How about yourself, Russell? How about you introduce yourself? Yeah, uh, this is Russell Wayne, and I am the other co-winner of the uh, Key to Success here. And uh, right now, I still have my key, and I'm just biding my time with it, causing as much mayhem as possible. Well, you know, you've got another, you've got another well, eight months to use that. It'd be interesting to see when you finally uh, take that next to you. Yeah. Although I believe, uh, according to, if I remember the rules correctly, I can only do it towards the international title. So I believe you've got the choice of any title apart from the world title now that Scotty's gone first. Exactly. So... Yeah. All righty. Well, Wilson, we'll just uh, see what happens between now and then. But right now, I've got my eyes set on Curtis. And man, after last night, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're going to get started with uh, first class this week. Um, it's really been building this division, hasn't it? I know we're not quite getting the stability we want in the division, but you know we're getting new talent all the time. We just had Taylor coming back. Um, you know, we had a we had a women's title match this week, which we'll get into. And to be honest, in the back half of this week, we've had at least three, four new women signed up. And you know, it's looking like we're gonna have a really good next card for the first class. Yeah, it's uh, it's looking pretty good right now. Yeah. So after, after a lot of false starts, hasn't it, uh, Sean? Oh uh, yeah, we've had, but you know, first class is starting to get rolling. Uh, I was real impressed with everybody this week, actually. Everybody stepped their game up. Well, of, of course, uh, Bob Mitchell booked the Invitational Battle Royal for a chance at the women's uh, the women's title this uh, this uh, week, or shall I say at the pay-per-view explosion. And, yeah, the turnout was great for that. Um, I, th- I think we all saw it, and um, I think we just we just talked through the talent there, to be honest. Um, I believe Aliquisha Payne was the first one out. She's uh, she's had a bit of a slow start, hasn't she? She came in. Oh yeah, she got a slow start. Matter of fact, your daughter was giving her a run for her money. Whose daughter? Oh, Asha's daughter. Asha's <laughs> daughter. Yes, yes. Yeah, Asha's uh, daughter was giving her 
a run for her money when she first came out. She, yeah, she definitely, uh, she's definitely a Vaughn. You can tell the way she behaves. She's definitely a Vaughn. Uh, but I'm interested to see more of her as well, you know. Um, from what I hear, she only recently found out she was a Vaughn. So, you know, um, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Uh, yeah, we'll see how um, when her and Osh finally get meet face to face, see how that goes. Exactly. I mean, there's still no place to find out where Osh has been. Um, no one's seen him. Jay's been sporadically around, but nothing mentioned about Osh so far. But we know what Osh is like. He's never far away. Uh, he could, you know, or you know, he could be on this call. You never know. Yeah, who knows when that crazy man will show up. <laughs> Always got a plan. Um, after that, uh, Eve the Monstrous was the um, was the second one eliminated from that match, and once again that was um, that was um, what do you call it? Charlotte Vaughan doing that job there, um, single-handedly, I believe. Uh, the punt to the face it was before she got the big three count. Oh yeah, that's what it was indeed. Let's see. I believe following that, uh, that's when Charlotte Vaughan fell down. Um, uh, Cassie got the pin on that one, and Cassie, Cassie has been uh, Cassie's been a great talent so far. Um, I think I was actually surprised that she didn't win it. Um, I believe it te- no, it was it was a double it was a double elimination that got them. Yeah, she got hit by both Taylor, by Taylor's finisher and um, Mariah. I believe I'm saying her name right. Which one, sorry? Um, the newest sign-in, Mariah, M-O-I-R-A. Moira, Moira. Moira, okay. Moira <laughs> Exactly, you know. It's, it's, my, it's my job to know these names and these pronunciations, Mr. DeBonner. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte, yeah, I mean, she's, she's going to be a force to be reckoned with, I think. She's got a bright future ahead of her. It's that those worn jeans. It's those worn jeans. Yeah, but you would have thought all that alcohol would have dumbed that down a little bit. But <laughs> no, look at what we got coming. <laughs> Maybe we found the teetotal one. But uh, yeah, Kathy was eliminated after the double double finishes she took from Moira and Taylor Blazer, and that set up a right good final stretch for the two of them. Um, with I think. In my opinion, Taylor had it, you know. I think Taylor had it until Victoria McKenzie uh, came out of nowhere to uh, cost Taylor that. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, who? Uh, why would she want to face her again? I mean, that was a but, tough match that they had before. That, but they also have a lot of uh, bad blood going all the way back to when First Class was a promotion, really. Uh, so I, I mean, I remember you know it was very heated on that last show when Victoria won the uh, women's division uh, title. So, I, but I don't know why that means she's going to get involved with uh, Tay. But you know that's Victoria for you know literally likes to throw her weight about. You know she she wants to be queen. You know it, it's with Victoria, but as we'll find out, it came back to haunt her big time. But Moira Archer's what a debut, you know. Oh yeah, hats off to her. Very impressive. Um, I believe. Moira and Charlotte. Go ahead. I was just gonna say Moira and Charlotte were the breakout stars from that match, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. You know, 
uh, we all know what Taylor Blazer is capable about and she uh, capable of, and she put it about really well. But as you say, you know, Charlotte more with their first matches, it, you know, it, it was beautiful to see what they were capable of, and that's why it's shown really good for the IW uh, women's division moving forward. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's she's going to be. I mean, we got. We got a lot of top talent there. I mean, everybody right now is just so on the same level. A lot of the talent there is. And so, I mean, if I mean, as long as we can keep this momentum that we've got going, it's going to go far. Exactly. If you add in our two, two latest signings, Dunko Suma and Ashley Phoenix, you know, they will be facing off each other at the following uh, first class event. The talent's there, and uh, I, I just predict it's going to keep on growing, really. Yeah, I mean, as long, especially if we can keep getting the uh, all that new blood coming in. Exactly, exactly. We were then treated, though, on first class to a rare um, appearance from Eddie Zam, who uh, made his way down to the ring. Um, I'm not too quite sure who he was on about, but he seems to be wanting to sing um, a love song, I would call it. Well, I guess love song might be pushing it a bit, but it was definitely a song about a woman. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's not been revealed who he was singing about, but, you know, Eddie Zami, he's, uh, he's, he's definitely a different individual, shall we say. Yeah, I think he's just a little horny. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> so that obviously led us into um, the main event. And for the first time since they joined up in the IAW, Victoria McKenzie was defending her women's title against, uh, fuck yeah, Fiona Harris, talking about someone else being horny. But once again, this was a great match that showed the depth of talent that we have in the IAW. Um, and, you know, this is another match. It could have gone either way, in my opinion. But once again, this is where Victoria has cost herself on this, hasn't she? You know, her attack on Taylor in the match before sparked Taylor to come out, get revenge. Her and Jessica Miami made, made their little uh, entrance out, costing Victoria the title. And yeah, Fiona Harris, uh, the Shall we say the first IW Women's title champion or the first new IW Women's champion? Um, I mean, really, I mean, even though the title transitioned really from FCPW to IIW, we got to give Victoria that honor of being the yeah. first real IIW champion. But the first time it's changed hands in IIW. Yeah, yeah. That's true. You know, I, I give Victoria credit for what she did with the title when she first brought it over. And, you know, she's she was a good champion, but, you know, Fiona was the better woman that night, and I think Fiona's going to bring a lot more to the table than what we've seen so far with the Women's Championship around her waist. Oh, 100%. I, I can't wait to see what uh, Victoria's response is going to be to um, uh, to Taylor getting involved. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, we already know. We, I mean, we can already see it. She is uh, 
Victoria is out for blood, but I mean, one thing I got to give Fiona credit for in general, especially considering how small she is, is just the fact that she was even able to kick out <laughs> from under Victoria. <laughs> She's, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, what a talent, what a talent. I reckon she had a lot going on in first class that held her back a bit in the old promotion. But I think without those restrictions and the worry she has, she's really beginning to show what true competitor she is. And um, as I say, we will get on to more of her at Mayhem because she had quite the Mayhem as well. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, man. yeah, so cracking, cracking on then, we had the... Uh, for well, the 14th of June edition of IWAM, and gotta say, Netflix must be uh, loving this because we're just getting more and more content. It's lasting longer and longer. These shows are getting bigger and bigger. Who said three-hour roars was a, was a long time? I don't know how long these are going for. I mean, thankfully, we really don't have a time limit necessarily. <laughs> Exactly, that's the, uh, that's the advantage of the, the contract that Osh signed previously with Netflix. Live stream and watch it whenever you want, uh, watch it in pieces, watch it in chunks. It's just what, however you want to consume the IW uh, product, really. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, once you get started, why would you want to even turn it off? <laughs> I mean, especially when, when you've got a guy like Russell Wayne on the show. <laughs> <laughs> So, if I start you off with the first match, uh, in fact, it was a pre-show. The pre-show was pretty uh, happening today. Um, so, we had the introduction set up by Tyler Debonair. Or, do you want to go with it, Sean Hart, the Bonner? Uh, <laughs> Mr. Um, has, uh, removes the face paint, and uh, it looks like it's quite the attitude change. Yeah. I like his new look. He's kind of stole my style a little bit there with the with, with all that denim. They all do denim. Yeah, he, he did clean up nice though. Took off that face paint, got a little haircut, you know. So it looks like a decent guy underneath there. <laughs> it's a surprise for me that he's decided to make this big change. You know, he's been on quite a roll. You know, seven seven was it matches undefeated so far. Yeah. To me, it sounds like he was doing something right. Did he need to make this change? He had a big match coming up on Mayhem. I don't know, really, but I guess we'll find out. Exactly. I, I think mean, it's everybody... him awakening. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, we might see a different, different, different style of side. He's always been a you know a bit of a dark character. I wonder if that's going to change a bit now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, everybody needs a change every so often. You can't just go through go through your whole career with the exact same persona, so to speak. Sometimes you've got to freshen yourself up. And I think uh, I think Deb has done a done a good job. And I think we've got a lot more to look forward to from him. Exactly. I mean, um, it'll be good to see. And then also on the pre-show this week, we had Brandon Hendricks, um, Hollywood, Hollywood Hendricks. Yeah, uh, also that's making, new guy. Also making his against Joe Barone. Well, you take take us through your thoughts on this guy, Sean. Oh, Brandon Hendricks, you know, I, I like Hendricks. When he first came in, the Hollywood style, it spoke to me. That's why I had to hurry up and sign this guy to Team Hollywood. You know, we talked about this match before he went out there. I told him how Joe is and what to do. And Brandon followed everything I said to a T, and that is why he came out on top against Joe Barron. Barely, though. 
Man, you know, it was my guy's first match. You know, a little had to get the ring rust off. But I tell you what, he's got another big match coming up next week. And I got faith in him. Love you now. I don't know what Scott is facing our man Scott Adams in here. I'm not sure what Scott has got to say about that. Let's just say I think he's going to realize that this transition from Hollywood to wrestling is a lot steeper than you might realize. <laughs> I, think, I think that's completely the thing, you know. Joe Baroni may not be one of our stars in the IW, but I reckon Brandon underestimated him. I mean, he still got the job done, but you know, even you know, even the the the, the starter talents, new talents in the IW, you know, they're still very capable wrestlers. That's why they're here. These guys would be champions in other federations, in my opinion. Oh yeah. yeah. So moving on from that, we actually started the show and um, there was a bit of confusion from what I can tell. Uh, you know, the talent wasn't ready to go out. Uh, combat didn't run this week. Um, maybe Bob Mitchell's getting a little bit, um, shall we say, above himself, below himself, you know, underestimating what it takes to run the IW. Are we seeing the first cracks? He's definitely getting his first challenge at running, at running this business with Phoenix coming in, surprising him. You know, I don't know what Bob thought this job was all going to be about, but like you said, he's finding out it's more twists and turns than it seemed. Exactly. You know, Osh's, Osh for all his flaws has been a company for 15 years. Bob Mitchell, a few months, it's showing, I think, the cracks are there. Yeah, I mean, it was... I mean, I've obviously, I have a lot of history during my brief uh, career here in IIW so far with Bob and Blade and uh, our new head of security commander. Um, they're having gone toe-to-toe with with both of them in the ring. I mean, Scotty and I both have gone toe-to-toe with them there. And, I mean, the thing that really got me was just like Bob, like Phoenix backed Bob into a corner. He had him cornered, and Bob was Bob was showing a side of him I had never seen before. Hmm. I think so. Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see where that goes. I mean, a lot of you guys haven't uh, dealt with uh, Jason Phoenix in the past. I remember. I mean, you know, this is a guy who is a former IW World Champion, Tag Team Champion. You know, this guy can go as well to talk the game as well. So that'll be interesting to see as that develops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Bob's okay. starting to realize that it's not as easy as he may have envisioned it to be. And that there is that adversary when you're taking on a job of this magnitude. Of course, of course. And I think that's where we might start to see Bob pop around himself with more people, try and get the power in numbers. Exactly. Moving on from that, then uh, we had um, a, a starter match. Uh, we had um, now Johnny Franchise taking on Jason Ryan, <laughs> taking on Das Ungerhuen, uh, Ungerhuer, new um, IW monster. Um, <coughs> so that's how you pronounce that name. Okay. Uh, let me get. Well, I've got Ungerhuer here. Is what I've got written down. 
Um, he may have to correct me. Hopefully, I'm not wrong because I can't imagine um, him being um, being much of a, a guy who likes you to get his name wrong. We had curses popping for a second, but he's just disappeared. I'm not sure if he'll be back. Uh, but um, you know, a debut match for three of these stars, and uh, as I say, you know, we have this monster, Dafun Gahua, and immediately our resident IFBU monster isn't a big fan. Yeah, Adam wasn't too happy when he learned there was another monster walking around IIW. <laughs> well, you know, he's another, he's another one of your guys, isn't he, Sean? Uh, do we have Curtis here? Yeah, you know. He, Curtis is here. Missing. Just Curtis like, is here. Oh, Curtis, welcome to the Hollywood Reporter. Oh, God, this show okay. just went to hell. <laughs> I am so blessed and honored to be here. I just want to uh, everyone in the audience. Uh, <laughs> and your friend Russell's here too, so you know. It's it's Mr. Wayne, please. <laughs> I am not his friend. <laughs> you know? I just wanted to formally apologize to everyone what had happened at Mayhem. Mm-hmm. Apologize. Yeah, right. Like you didn't already set that up beforehand, you hypocrite. I set up nothing. I didn't need any assistance. We had promised the fans a knockdown, drag out fight. And it pains me that we did not deliver on the promise we made. Oh, I delivered. You just sat there looking shocked. Well, Man, you, you I came chose- in there and kicked your ass. <laughs> You chose the cheap, the cheap way out, you know, as you would, as you would, as the person you are to your core. Hey, like I always say, I got to do what it takes. If we, uh, what it takes is being a jerk. Let's try and pull this back. <laughs> As I say, um, we were then moving on in Mayhem to a, a brief appearance by the Archerin, Revic and Jack Hill, as uh, they both continue to um, stamp their authority on the IW, and they're definitely another two uh, different individuals, shall we say. Um, I don't think I've got our translator on today for Jack Hill, but I think we're all slowly learning and uh, understanding him more. Slightly. I mean, I've got, I've got connections with the uh, Appalachian area, being from Indianapolis myself, and family and things like that. So I can kind of understand them, but that that Kentucky Appalachian is a little hard to understand sometimes. I think the new Netflix uh, slow mo feature and subtitles will definitely be used quite a bit there. Yep. Uh, it was a you know, it was it was a show for uh, new starts really this one because we also had Ryan Hawkins uh, showing off the new version of himself, um, talking about why he turned on Osh, why he turned on Bob at World Wide, uh, and his loyalty. You know, he's saying he doesn't care about anyone except the Purge. Um, you know, this, this sounds like a broken guy to me. Maybe this is a guy that we need Curtis to spend some time with. To be honest. I would love to spend some time with the guys in the purge. They seem like they're really nice people. <laughs> oh my God. I think you might get a little shock there, Curtis, to be honest. <laughs> no, no, no. 
I'll be concerned for your safety, Curtis. I must admit. <laughs> Oh, no, you don't need to be concerned for me. I will spread peace and love and happiness, and we will all stay blessed. It will be a glorious time for everyone involved. <laughs> I, I, I think that sounds like the opposite of what the purge stands for. Yeah, but see, I, that's am, I, I need to help suddenly change them. think. I suddenly think that maybe that would only end in bloodshed. I think Russell can only hope that's true. Yeah, I mean, hey, I've seen no problem with that there. I mean, I mean, hey, I I take responsibility for Ryan's new little persona he's got going on there. After oh, I one of your that, one of your workplace accidents. <laughs> no, that is when I that is when I just tragically and unavoidably uh, hit somebody with the last resort onto a chair. I still stand behind you knew exactly what you were doing to hurt people, which is wrong. It's wrestling, you child. <laughs> you virgin. Hey, hey, hey. Let's not go. Let's not be name calling here. We're all civilized human beings, and it's a battle of strength and nothing else. We don't need to be filled with hate. I think we'll get to enough about questions about Curtis and his, uh, his virginity a little bit later, to be honest. Um, following that, we had the other member of Purge in action uh, against Anthony Phoenix. And once again, here's another little change. Anthony came to the ring, face painted, this whole new aura about himself. And, you know, to go, go in, I mean, he has been a hardcore champion, but I think this is the longest reign in the IW uh, history now. Uh, and he's showing why, you know. He may not look like the hardcore battler that um, Chris Nitro looks. And, you know, the scars across his face, but he's holding his own. And once again, he was able to get the job done and uh, retain the hardcore title. What's he with did. all these people and trying to change themselves into personas that they quite clearly aren't? And they are using him as a facade or a mirage. I'm not sure, you know, uh, IAW changes people, as, as Russell just said. Well, Russell physically changed somebody. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, it's, uh, it's evolution, isn't it? You know, you've got to change. You've got to adapt to survive. And potentially this is what all these people are doing. Well, to Russell's credit, Ryan was already a little loosey-goosey in the head. So, you know, Russell didn't help. He just made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i mean i mean i mean it's like uh i mean sometimes again you just gotta you gotta do what you have to do in order to make it make it work i mean scotty did that at a at a at a kknd in the uh in the uh in the uh keys to success match i mean going into that match he always talked about he was talking about how he never used uh weapons or anything like that and what did he do he used yeah. weapons and small correction to that. <laughs> I never use weapons unless the rules allow for weapons to be used. In that case, it is just par for the course. Oh, a man that likes to follow rules that can be respected. A man that is willing to do anything that he needs to do to win that can With, be respected, child. No, it can't. Uh, but the next segment we saw Bob Mitchell 
You know, Bob's really not taking this Phoenix guy very well. He he barged into Connor Brick's office and, you know, was ready to raise all types of hell. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he went back to old Bob there after showing, after being backed into the corner he got. And once Phoenix finally let him out of his little corner, he went into Connor's office to do what he does best. Did anybody else up. know Connor had an office here? I don't need you know what? I need to talk to Bob because Hollywood Sean Hart should have his own office. I mean, I'm sure maybe he might be able to, I don't know, clear out a broom, broom closet for you or oh, something. Oh, oh no. <laughs> We're gonna need a I'm gonna need a whole building. <laughs> Just a whole ass building, huh? A whole building dedicated <laughs> to me and my team. I'm, you know what? I'm just gonna go over Bob's head and talk to Jason. I'm sure, I'm sure if you talk to Charlie Smith and uh, gave him a slight backhand there, you get that sorted very quickly. Yeah, I mean, you did kind of take Asha's side during the whole uh, uh, War Games event there, so Bob probably won't get you anything you want, but Phoenix might be able to. Well, we all saw what happens when you take Asha's side at anything. My team... The victorious ones of that match are reigning supreme. Yeah, after getting to the ring, I believe you just sat outside for about ten minutes. I stay told you. I well, no, no, no. I just had to recalibrate my body and figure out my game plan moving forward. That was it. It was very scary in that cage. You wouldn't understand. Well, it's not my job to be a wrestler, Curtis. I'm just here for the online reporting. Fair enough. We moved on to another debut match um, after that. Alkian Revok tasting on TJ Alexander. And uh, once again, you know, the, these guys, Revok and Hill, they've been talking a good game. And, you know, they're delivering um, another close game. But let's talk about TJ Alexander. You know, I reckon there's, some, there's something here. Guy's not quite found his foot. He's had some good wins, though. He's had plenty of wins. But I reckon there's more to come from this guy. Um, Yeah, you know, I think TJ, he, he's improving every other week. He's getting better. But I don't think he's found the it factor yet for him. And I think maybe he's only maybe in Hollywood. Maybe he needs to go through a persona change. That seems to be working for Hawkins. Oh, might need Russell to drop him, hit him with a last resort. Yeah, I'll hit him with a super last resort like I did Hawkins. Maybe he might get the same result. Let's not get hasty with all of this talk. Well, you're not going to like the next segment then, Curtis, because this one is kind of personal when it comes to you. Your best friend, Bam Miller, and Johnny C got into a ruckus in the parking lot. Matter of fact, Johnny C was riding around on Bam's motorcycle doing donuts in the parking lot, taunting Bam from the locker room. Bam comes out. Still, matter of fact, that's that's what I want to talk to the commander about. He's head of security, and Bam stole my Lamborghini. And then they messed it up, and nobody has reimbursed me for anything. I mean, it's, it's only been 10 hours. Johnny C is the most disgusting, horrific person you'll ever meet in your life. I am ashamed that he was my sperm donor. 
which makes me proud. Which makes me proud to have him to to have chosen him to be my tag team partner. You're going to realize that he rambles on for four hours in his promo that that was a bad choice because he's going to make no sense because he's an incoherent jerk. I'd rather hear him ramble for four hours than hear you talk about you and your stupid dreams. Well, how about you when you talk about you and my golden girls that it's all fabricated lies. Your prowess as a man is in question. I've got witnesses. (laughs) That rando guy. Oh, that seems really reliable there, Mr. <laughs> Wayne. Okay, guys, let's reel it in again. Let's reel it in. We obviously have a lot of bad blood. Sean, I'm not sure what you're doing inviting both of these guys up to this podcast, but we'll, we'll leave them to it for now. We'll leave them to it. Uh, we have them on a personal one one day, letting them just go back and forth exchanging. Come on, Johnny. Come on. Let's try – or Curtis, rather. Sorry. Let's try and stick to the damn subject here that uh, of the show that Stay and Sean are trying to put on for the fans, okay? I will follow be on my best rules, behavior. Curtis. I follow all of the rules to a T all the time. Everybody Good. needs to be like Scotty. <laughs> so first and foremost, Sean, I'll happily reimburse you for that. Lamborghini or limousine, whatever it was. Expect uh, a check in a couple of days. There you go. Enterprises coming through there. Uh, I, I try to see if Scotty won't join Team Hollywood. <laughs> 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 Moving on, uh, Jack Hill took on Ryan McCann, uh, the purist. Um, you know, Ryan McCann leading up to the match didn't have a lot of nice things to say about Jack, to be honest. Um, I believe. He uh, disregarded everything Jack had to say, uh, but Jack made him pay. So maybe he should have uh, should listen to what uh, Jack said because Jack got the one, two, three after nailing that brutal finisher. Take two of these, you know, where he uh, drives both of his knees into the face of his opponent. <clears throat> you know what? We we might have a move here that rivals the last resort as a deadly finisher. Yeah, that was something to see there i mean at this point man i almost got to feel bad for ryan mccann i mean when i first entered he was showing a lot of promise but he's just been on a downward spiral lately that is true but you know ryan jack been hill is very impressive with everything he's done so far he's really making a name for himself quickly out of the gate here hmm. We moved swiftly on to um, the return of Jason Myers. Jason and Dan DeStoner, they have been um, missing in action since uh, Worlds Clyde when uh, you know, they ended up in a graveyard, if I remember right. And, uh, yeah, they you know, were on top of the church building. Yeah, they were on no, top there of the we church building. And uh, it, lo- it looks like that battle is far from over. Oh, yeah, you know, those um, two, they're like fight forever. Oh, 100%, 100%. And um, I'm sure, as I say, we'll see more of them later on the show, but we'll quickly move on to uh, another debut. As I say, you know, always there's new talent coming through to the IW. It's, it's a constant conveyor belt of talent. And I think, they, as I say, they're getting better and better. And as we, as we said earlier, you know, you adapt to the vibe, and that's what these talents are doing. We had Damian Winters coming in against the oncoming Storm. You know, another guy who hasn't quite hit the heights he had it early on in his IW career. But uh, Damian, you know, fairly, you know, what do you got? I think he um, he blocked the oncoming Storm, rolling him up for the pit. In fact, did he take it? 
Oh yeah, he took it and he, you know, he just reversed it to a rolled up pin. He Williams in that match when his back was against the wall, he did everything he needed to do to make sure he came away with the win clean. Clean. Which is how it should be. He was resilient and he knew exactly how to time his reversal so that he could walk out with the victory. That's how you do what you need to to win without needing to resort to weaponry or other chicanery. There's no chicanery. What the hell is chicanery? (laughs) I don't know because there's none of it there. I said without chicanery, which means essentially a bullshit interference and stuff. Oh, I like chicanery. You would. <laughs> so, right, guys, uh, back now. Um, so, yeah, um, it was a great, great spot, Damien. And then we move on to possibly my favorite segment of the night. Uh, uh, Harrison Curtis. Curtis got uh, a girlfriend. Curtis got a girlfriend. Curtis, you want I to don't tell know. us how this all went down? I just had a nice conversation. I, everyone's been telling me I'm missing the mark on something, but Miss Harris is a wonderful human being, uh, absolutely beautiful, and she's one of my good friends. I, uh, to, to me, it seems like you want to be more than friends, Curtis. Oh, I don't know. Curtis and Fiona sitting in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, why, why would we climb the tree? I mean, I, I don't understand why. <laughs> <laughs> Why the hell would Fiona be interested in Curtis? I'm I'm a stand-up gentleman that that bleeds respect and loyalty, unlike some people on this podcast. Yes, Scotty. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scotty doesn't know who the last say. Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> there was a Fiona involved in that too. Curtis let me put it to you nicely you are the epitome of those nice guys people mock you are overly nice until people realize you're bullshit and call you out on it (laughs) which is why he's a virgin I wouldn't say I BS anybody this is me this is who I am as a person I, I'm not lying or trying to that I'm not. I just care about everyone equally. <laughs> All right, you guys. Let's move on to the next match. Saw the Young Guns. Matter of fact, we didn't even see the Young Guns. because No, um, I believe their contract got cancelled early on. And um, Eddie Zam, as Eddie Zam is, took it on upon himself to fight the Ultimate Destroyer. His, his scheduled tag team partner. Yeah, sure was disappointing about the young guns there, but they were idiots. I mean, there was some, uh, copy, copyright infringement issues, and Bob Mitchell couldn't get it over the line and cleared. Yeah, there was a lot going on with that with that team. Yep. But this Eddie and um destroyer thing, you know, it's quite entertaining. I gotta say, you know, I they're very they're a very unlikely duo. <laughs> Destroyer lived up to his name when he destroyed Zam and got the quick one-two-three count on him. And walked off with the ladies as well. Yes. See, 
the bastards get all the ladies. I think someone upset Curtis and he's left. I'm not sure if he'll be back or not. <laughs> so, moving on from that, we had Venom taking on Erin Hunter in the Hollywood title number one contenders. And Sean, that'll mean a lot to you. I know it's your title, you brought it in. And, you know, we've had two great competitors facing off against each other for the right to fight for it. Um, yeah, this one was very different, and I, I liked it from both men because it's been a long time since I'd seen two guys that genuinely respect each other and had no real bad blood coming in this match. This was really about being who was the better wrestler on the night, and turns out we couldn't even decide that because we got a draw. Exactly. I mean, it's been a long time since we've seen a draw here in IW, I believe. Um, but as I said, as Mike's announced straight away, he's going to be both of them facing off against Bam Miller for, for the Hollywood title. Uh, yeah, Bam Miller's going to have his hands full. Bam Miller's definitely going to have his hands full. Don't worry about my buddy Bam. He can handle anything that is thrown at him. He is he is one of the greatest wrestlers to ever step foot in the ring, and I have full faith that he will retain. Well, I mean, if he can recover from being thrown off a bridge to um, get involved <laughs> in the next match, Curtis versus Russell, uh, what else? Ca- what else can't you do? Uh, what do you? How about you guys? I'll finally give you the microphone. How about you guys? Um, tell us about your match or lack of, shall we say? Yeah, well, I, I got cheap shotted. No, Bam cheap shotted me because you told him to, and then freaking, and then so then what did I do? I did what anybody else would do. I beat the ever-living crap out of you and that stupid referee that would get in my way. Speaking of that referee, I thought Bob had hired new referees that were supposed to actually be good at their job. I mean, first he puts Commander in place uh, as head of security, and and he does nothing but sits back and laugh as, as Sean's Lamborghini gets stolen. Exactly. By your friend. Bam. You know, Bam's got a bad track record. And then, and then, and then what happens comes right back here, speeding down in his Lamborghini, breaking all sorts of traffic laws and everything. I'm sure that England has, and cause it's not Germany, they don't have the Autobahn and, and, and then, uh, comes in, grabs his Hollywood title just in time to hit me upside over the head with it. Just first and foremost, I did not ask for that. I have uh-huh. spoken to Bam. That will uh-huh. not happen. I wanted to have the match. I wanted to change you. And I, I know that That's I can, given the opportunity. You can hit all the finishers you want on me. They will not change who I am as a person. But I swear, if I beat you clean in that ring, I know I can change who you are as a person and make you see the light and realize your the error in your ways. Shut the fuck up, Curtis. Language, please. This is a family program that people listen to with their children. They don't need to hear that type of talk. This is this is on Spotify or Anchor FM or whatever. There's this no age. There's no show. age restrictions for those. The internet is a lawless place. We all know that. Children are everywhere. <laughs> children are everywhere. Yes, they are. That's unfortunately something that you will never experience at this rate, especially after I, that low blow I gave you. 
I just want to discuss that you tried your best to take me out. I was still able to get up and challenge you next next show. I mean, you 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 failed to deliver on what you promised. And hey, I got to give you credit for that. I mean, geez, you've already shown more gumption than uh, let's see here, Hale Cassidy, who again died in a tragic, unavoidable accident, workplace accident. Uh, Commander, who barely got up again and i don't know may not still be able to get up since he can't do his job as head of security and uh let's see here hawkins eventually got up and beat everybody's butt and then you got up and was able to challenge me into a match that my, is kind of my, impressive my job my story with you is far from over because you're still in your devious mindset that you have that i need to break you from there is nothing to break me from, Curtis, because at this point, winning, losing right now doesn't matter. My All right, guys, goal, we have to hold this serious now because we've got five minutes left of the podcast. So we're going to have to move on, but obviously there's a lot more blood. You'll have to be tuning into IAW to see more of Curtis versus Russell. Five mm. minutes, Russell couldn't give my Golden Girls. <sighs> oh, God. I don't think you're in any position to be talking about this, kid. You can't give anybody five minutes, period, you freaking virgin. I wouldn't have to. I pleasure people just by being in their presence, clothing on. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Let's move. I'm getting tired of hearing this, kid. Let's move on. So, yes. moving towards the main event scene, we had Jesse James taking on Scotty Adams. And, you know, these are two of the new guys. They've, they've both been absolutely phenomenal uh, since they joined. And we, I'd say we do have Scotty on here. So how about that? Scotty, tell us through this match. Yeah, so the point of this match was to show Jesse, hey, if you're going to be the leader or if you're going to claim the title of leader of the prestige, prove it. Go out there and show with your actions that you are the leader and not just another sheep in wolves' clothing. clothing. Fun exactly. fact. The finish of the match was the first time in IIW that I have used the silver bullet to win a match. And, you know, it's, it's a persona you go by, isn't it? It's got your silver bullet, Adams. Yep. Oh, what did you but, think about what happened after the match, Scotty? Let's just say there's something that's going to be awaiting Jack Hill soon enough, and he will realize that Coming at me and usually ends in an outcome that he would never have envisioned. Is it is it a free pass? Their own way since they've come here, so well, we'll see what's around the corner for them. Um, we then had um, the the should we say mixed tag match because these guys aren't tag partners, but we had the undefeated duo of Tyler Debonair and uh, Rogue teaming up against John Cavanaugh and Zach Steele. And, you know, we saw straight from the start there was a lot of uh, miscommunication, especially with John and Zach. Uh, there wasn't, you know, there wasn't the tag team flow you'll usually see in the tag team division. Um, but, you know, it was a great match. All four of these guys got beef with each other, so it was good to see them all in the ring at the same time. Uh, however, it was Tyler and Rogue who came out the winners and maintaining their undefeated streak. They are going to try to protect that undefeated streak at all costs, and I don't blame them. They 
both doing a huge showing. Tyler is fantastic. Rogue is fantastic. And I think as a team, just the combined efforts from them was clearly more than enough to propel them to win the match. That is true. That is true. I mean, um, they're very both closing on that 9-0 record that Sean Taylor holds. So they're both inside of that that will that longest undefeated streak. It'll be interesting to see if anyone can keep it up because you know these matches are getting closer and closer. They really are. Yep. Um, moving on, then we come to our main event of the night: the IAW World Title on the line as um, Jakey dangerously uh, defending another record here because if he wins against Donny Allen, he would surpass the 90 days record he held back in 2006, I believe it was, or 2009 actually. Um, but facing you know IAW Hall of Famer Donny Allen was never going to be an easy task, uh, but he did it. Um, I think the ring rush has been been six, seven years since Donny was in the ring, and it did really show. If I'm honest with you, Donny didn't quite have it uh, as much as you know I like to remember of him. Well, especially you take seven years off and you step in the ring with someone that is hands down, pound for pound, one of the greatest wrestlers to ever set foot in the ring. And Jakey, dangerously, you know he's given it to everyone in IIW. You know he is he champion for a reason. He is that good. Yes, he is. Yep. But I mean, you know, this is where Bob finally got his act together at the end of the match, and he's announced Blade Alexander uh, surprise, as future surprise. future challenger. And is this finally Bob Mitchell starting to um, use a bit of his own power to his advantage, picking his guy to be the next challenger for for the world title? I well, feel I mean- it's. A- it's a smart move. You want to protect the people that helped you get to where you are, and without Blade, Bob wouldn't be in charge. This is true. That Blade I mean, tried to get. go ahead, Russ. I was just gonna say. I mean, I mean, I addressed this several times when I was facing Blade and Commander. They have some messed up idea of what it truly means to be family, and they think Bob actually cares about them. Earlier on in the show, Blade called Bob out on his bullcrap and was like, oh, really? It's I now. Before it was we. Well, Bob had to give him a little something to keep, to keep his loyalties. Exactly. Especially you don't have to do that with family. But yeah, I mean, it looks like he's... A- I wonder how Jay feels about this. Yeah, I got quiet. I said, I said, I wonder how Jay Vaughn feels about the situation. Well, I'm sure Jay's going to have a lot to say, seeing as he was the one that fell. Then, you know, he's going to need to come back hard and strong and and show everyone that he's, that he is what he used to be. My amazing cousin, but, you know, also a great wrestler. That's true. I, I was speaking more towards the contract he got from Osh about being the new the challenger for Jake's title, and now Blade's claiming he's the challenger for Blade's. Blade, I mean, Jake's title. So now we got us a little, you know, we don't know who's the number one contender at this point. 
tell you what, if that goes to three ways, you know, I fear for Jake uh, retaining that title because Jay will be up for revenge. Blade will be out for that gold that he never got in the previous one of IW. It may be the battle that finally gets the best of Jakey dangerously. Uh, and of course, you've always got that uh, champion's uh, disadvantage in a in a in in a triple threat or even fatal four way match where anybody can be pinned. Champion doesn't have to be pinned to lose the title. That's that, that's true though. That's true, and that's a disadvantage for Jake if he ends up going into a triple threat match. It's gonna you know he's gonna have to bring the best he's ever had against those two. And they're both for him because you need to to be. Be the full champion and claim yourself as the top. You need to beat the champion. Chicken my way out of it and try to beat someone that wasn't the belt holder. Yeah, that would just be. Oh, and then, exactly. then we forgot about Myers had his little closing out segment for the show. The stoner, you mean? The stoner, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dan the stoner. Yeah, so I can't I, I can't like a guy who 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 has Nickelback as his theme song. <laughs> like like Nickel- like like I promise you, honor's gonna be coming up into the up to Bob and up to Phoenix all like, look, it was great up until we had Nickelback pu- pulling through, and then it's just the the ratings plummeted for those last minute. <laughs> Nickelback, the multi-platinum-selling band who has toured all like over the world. They make fantastic, amazing music for all of us to enjoy, and people hate on them because the internet tells them to. Yeah, I'm with Russell on this one. Nickelback, a boring, generic, plain. Nickelback is better than Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're very, very quickly going off. And as I say, let's close it up now. So them two will face off in a Hell's Inferno match at Explosion. That match. It sounds to me with that amount of fire on, I might both lose their hair, if I'm honest with you. That sounds terrifying. And I'm glad that they're involved in that and not us. But I am very excited to see how it plays out. Let's just hope the setup is better than the match that I had with my dearly departed brother. (laughs) Because <laughs> yeah. last time yeah. I was in that match, a tragic workplace, a tragic unavoidable workplace accident happened. You just can't. Well, those things just happen to follow you everywhere you go. I know. It's. I mean, I. 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 I it, it's an accident. That's. That's. I mean, that's the. That's. That's. It's in the phrase. Accident. Accidentally on purpose, please. Same thing. Accident. Filthy okay, liar. well, I think that'll round it up if you want to finish it off, uh, Sean. All right. Well, that's all we got for you this week on the Hollywood Report. Tune in with us next week, and we'll have more to talk about as we review the upcoming Mayhem card. I'm Sean Hart, and this has been with Russell Wayne, Stay Davis, and Curtis and Scotty Adams. We'll see you next week. Adios.